0: I couldn't help but like imagine how personal the fight was where it didn't matter about anybody else and it was really about these two guys like having to communicate with one another. We ended up having like a quadrilingual film, you know, English, uh, Spanish, ASL and, and boxing.
1: Hello, and welcome back to The Director's Cut, brought to you by the Directors Guild of America. In this episode, a boxer must face a challenge from his past, in director Michael B. Jordan's drama, Creed Three. Jordan both stars in and directs the third film in the series, which finds boxing champion Adonis Creed forced to put his future on the line against Damian, a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy. Damien resurfaces after serving time in prison, eager to settle an old score and prove that he deserves his shot in the ring. Creed 3 is Jordan’s directorial debut. Following a screening of the film at the DGA Theatre in Los Angeles, Jordan spoke with director Tim Miller about filming Creed 3. Listen on for their spoiler-filled conversation.
2: Mike wanted to do something different, so he thought instead of talking about the movie, he was going to talk about his love of Italian cooking with local, locally sourced ingredients.
0: I do a lot. I do a lot of that. Pesto.
2: You did promise to cook for me. I did. I never. And you you never. And you never. That's why I was a little busy, just a little bit.
0: Yeah. yeah. I got some free time now. I'm unemployed. I got you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've known Mike for a few years. We share a lawyer, and he thought, "Oh, you guys will get along well." and he was right um and so we've hung out a few times but he was also in uh, an episode of love death and robots which he was you know didn't really get paid to do it was very kind of him to it,
0: was, do it. it was a passion project it was yes. amazing thank you it's a great experience
2: so let's start with some questions w- when did you first get the idea that oh maybe i should direct this movie instead of just starring it and was that did that come from you or did it slowly dawn on you and who asked you
0: it was a it was a combination of a bunch of things. I think uh right around I think seeing Ryan and you know actually shoot Fruitville was like the first idea. Um first time I heard somebody say, you know, you could direct too. Um and that kind of was a seed that started to kind of grow and 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 you know, I started daydreaming about it, imagining what it what it could be, what will the project be, et cetera, how would I direct, et cetera, et cetera. And then right around the the end of Creed two. When people started to think about what's next what you know what are we doing for the third one et cetera et cetera and you know and and and, you know erwin winkler you know kind of looks at me and was like you know mike you should you should you should direct this you know and i was like in the back of my head i kind of was thinking that too but to hear somebody else say it out loud especially when you know one of the producers like you know especially erwin i was like Really, you know, like like I kind of wanted to see what he, you know, Did
2: you do that. Oh no, I couldn't do that. No, <laughs> I would never think of that.
0: But but I wanted to hear I wanted to hear why he thought I could, you know. And and he um he he kind of like you know broke it down. He just felt like you know it needs new energy. You know, it it needs to kind of stay vibrant in that way. And 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 yeah, it just kind of all all roads kind of led to it being the the right thing for me to do.
2: I I can't even imagine
0: doing both
2: jobs. I mean, it's hard starring a movie, especially when you, the physical component is so big. You got to work out, it takes a lot of fucking time. You got, and then directing is a full time job. Tell me about, I really, I literally cannot imagine. Like, give me a scene, like a typical day when you go. Okay, this is how I'm going to go through the scene that I'm directing and I'm acting in. Because I just imagine you like running back and forth between the camera and the
0: like outside of boxing and say, or just like a regular scene.
2: Give me well, the boxing now. Nah, give me just like like a regular scene.
0: Regular scene. So like the first scene that we ended up shooting, um, I wanted to uh, kind of set the tone was the diner scene between me and, um, and uh, me and Jonathan Majors. I thought it was. A perfect scene to kind of, you know, these two characters haven't seen each other in so long. First day of filming, let's just you know set the tone, you know. And it was a lot of me wondering how it was going to go. Who's going to yell action? Who yells cut? How do I get out of this? Like I don't know. <laughs> and and it just started to define itself, you know. Um, I, I created like a little system of like the little scissors that I would do like off camera for my first AD <laughs> to kind of pick up on, and that would be my way out. Um, but, but the, um, my, uh, my creative director and my, uh, my, um, my, my, one of my assistants, you know, Leo You know, he would come in with the monitor Every so often, so I didn't have to really go Anywhere a lot of times, so like I would You know, watch playback, but I only watched Playback after the first three takes, you know I, did, I wanted to kind of get like a rhythm And kind of like build it for a little bit before I started to hear Notes, before I started to really look at anything So three takes in the can before
2: You're not one of those actors that don't look at the Monitors, right? There are some actors that are like ah, I don't want to look at the monitors yeah. um, Jonathan doesn't nah. look at the monitors He didn't look at the monitors?
0: Because why? Well, everybody has their own reason. I think. I think uh, this. I'm not saying this is his reasoning for for not looking at it. I think I, when I was younger, I think I, I was so curious to see what the thing was going to look like at like the final result. I wanted to see how how it was. I can see how it can get in the actor's head you know, and, you know, worry about the wrong things. And all of a sudden now you're distracted about what it is. So there's a freedom to just being present in the moment as a, as an actor and not worried about what it's looking like and trust, trusting the director. I take it as a form of, like, trust as a director. I was like, okay, cool, you trusting me to get what I need to get. Um, and, that, and that's kind of how, how we worked it out. The boxing stuff is tough because it's such a technical thing. And sometimes I need you to look at exact, like, I need you to see this so you know how to make the small adjustments. And I, but but I, we ended up finding a way around that, and we ended up finding, yeah. well, finding that, a system that works.
2: That's tricky because it's it's like, does it even though you're not really punching somebody, or most of the time, you, it's about it's about how it stacks, right? It's about how it looks through the camera, exactly. Not about what's happening.
0: Sometimes it's not about how you space. feel. Exactly. exactly. Yeah.
2: So those are the ones you'd look at, or you'd have somebody there to say. No, I, Take a I look at this. Tell me if it feels like it's
0: yeah, between me up. Yeah, between my my uh, Clayton Barber, my uh, my fight choreographer, um, my stunt coordinator, you know, he this is the second film that he's done with me. He did Creed 1, came back for this one. Um we have like, an incredible shorthand, you know, so and we know what it feels like. You know what I'm saying? Like like having the you know the the my perspective inside the ring. And then watching a playback maybe once or twice, I kind of know the relationship of, like, the camera operator, you know what I'm saying, me, Jonathan, all right, that was probably off, that was probably a good take or not. So you start to stack up your instincts around that. I found ways to kind of stay in takes longer uh, until we got it. Uh, Stop, you know, stopping to break the momentum for me to go back to the monitor and watching or the monitor coming to me. Sometimes that just kills the day. Um, And so I just found ways to kind of stay in it longer by, like, you know not cutting as much which my editors loved so much
1: uh Shout out to my editors 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 yeah the warner the <laughs>
2: <fucking> directors <laughs> that shoot warners fuck them that's, that's that's what i that's what i hear i
0: had to chop up a couple a couple oh yeah, sure. yeah oh man i I'm, think you
2: just fucking yourself <laughs> um first let me say that i'm i hope you guys enjoyed the movie because i watched it the other night it was pretty it's pretty awesome I think I think he did an okay job. Uh, no, he did a great job. I think for, I mean, especially, the, you, I, you shouldn't qualify it. For your first movie, it was, you know, a great job. <laughs> it was a great movie. Like, if it was your 12th movie, it would be a great movie. So, Thanks, congrats, Mike. Thanks, William. I hate the fact that you did it. Uh, it. <laughs> and you're a good actor. Um, and... You know, what I really don't like, the only thing I don't like about Mike is that he often gets on a Zoom call and, like, forgets to put his shirt on. And it's really, it's really humiliating um, at my age to, to have that happen. I'm at home. I'm More than once. Yeah, I know, but it's still, it's not, it's not really nice um, to do. Um, so let's get on to the next question then. So how many days did you shoot in total? And did you feel behind and fucked every day?
0: Yeah, we shot 58 days, I want to say. 58 days. Um, felt like 158 days. Uh, I, th- I think realizing how important it is to get off your first shot you know, in the morning, I think that became a reality to me very quickly, is <laughs> getting the first shot off as, as quickly as you can, responsibly, of course but there were days honestly working with Amila Davis Kent my Amara my daughter just really understanding what it meant to work with child actors you know and i was like what this it wasn't like that when i was growing up I, the the rules were different you mean the, like the amount of time the, that i had the, oh yeah yeah just and your and your whole schedule gets oh man yeah. oriented around that yeah. and there's the ASL deaf component you know as well with the translators and how that just you know just that communication and direction uh as you know, as much time that I put into learning and, and, and being able to communicate uh, pretty well with, with Mila, there were th- certain details that I that I just needed translations for to be able to get done. So you stack that up with just the, the short amount of time that you have and being able, you know, just to, you know, work a scene through rehearsals was, was my best friend, you know, um, and, you know, picking the major scenes that I really needed to workshop first so that could cut down on that time you know when we actually started filming was re- was really when important. did you rehearse uh during did, pre-production so yeah we picked like maybe four or five scenes that were like the most important and that kind of, how like, much first. time do you think total to um get? Rehearsing is a foreign idea to me. Maybe two weeks, maybe two two <laughs> oh, weeks. Man. But that's mixed in with like you lucky fuck, man. But but that's but that's but that's mixed in with like stunt like stunt choreography with the fight stuff. So it's like an hour here, it, or hour there. But like yeah, maybe an hour, you know. And then as the sets are getting built, and then once the sets get built, then you go in there and do you know actual rehearsal um, on the location and stuff like that, which was really helpful um, for shot listing and stuff like that. So it was good. Did you shot list? tell the truth I did that did was, you Every that day. was one of the main thing that Denzel in the shot list was like Denzel really uh, and you you know you really you really you really told me <laughs> you know, to do a lot so getting a storyboard artist early was really important um, yeah that was really helpful when,
2: when I saw the first time I saw Mike after he had shot he came out of his I went over to his place and he came out of his office and he was pretending to cry on my shoulder I, sh- I had a shirt on and he, he had a shirt on yeah thank God and he, and he pretended to cry, and he's like, Dragon's really hard. I don't like it. <laughs> um, that's what he said. I don't believe him, now. I need that. Um, so let, t- tell me about how you felt watching yourself on scene, because in on screen, because I feel like in, in the editing process, you, you see all the mistakes you made, all the missed opportunities and everything. It's like twice... Double that for you, right? It's like, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't handle that scene the way I should have, and I missed the opportunity as a director. But what is that? What was that? How did that feel to you? Was it uncomfortable, or did you feel like I'm the man? I feel like I was the worst actor <laughs> ever to live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is trash. What did I do? Oh my god! Like, um, it was, it was no, it was, it was, it wasn't uncomfortable. It was just like, oh man, like I'm tired of looking at myself on screen. This is a lot. <laughs> like, I think that was. That was a, a, a process. <clears throat> and also, I've never I've never had to cut or edit, you know, my own performance. Um, i never really had to edit anything, but just the idea of, like, being able to watch my performance and, and actually really critique it in a real way, um, you know, editors and, you know, people that know me. That's where, like, I think Ryan, you know, is really helpful as well, uh, and his editor, Mike Schauber, you know, being able to, you know, know me so well. He's cut... Um, four of my performances already, which which I think was, was definitely a, a help in the in the editing process. But then honestly it, it was I think having a, the movie in my head for a long time as you developed the script, as you developed the story for the past three years, like really just like knowing what it was supposed to feel like, it, it was kind of like my North Star in, in in my selects with with um you know how i needed adonis to be and how i needed his character kind of to arc out with the you know the obstacles that we were giving him you know the situations we were putting him in and how he needed to be you know how he needed to arc out you know for the rest of the film so that that that's something you know that we kind of had a pretty good idea on before we started filming so when we got to the edit
2: i kind of- i was actually going to ask the, this question later but you you mentioned it here like what did you think I mean, you've been on a lot of sets, you've been doing this a long time, but it's still, there's such a a, 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 siloed actors are here, um, directors are over here, you know, other departments, like I don't, you don't know what's going on everywhere in every department, right? So what surprised you most? Like, i had no idea this shit went down when i was in my trailer uh on as an actor and oh my god i once had an actor come on set and he said this tim this set looks amazing have you have you seen it i'm like have i fucking seen it i've had i've had i've had 50 meetings about this this set um so did, did you pull any of that shit um come on what did you go what did you go like oh man i had no idea this was this was what
0: directors did because this is bullshit. I think I have I, I think I have moments of those every step of the way. I, I think the you were just talking about tech scouting back then. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> tech scouting sucks. <laughs> tech scouting is is like a pain in the ass. But but we but we talk through and like there is a there is you know, the benefit of that is sometimes as you're having to explain it to other people for, to the crew to the you know to to everybody that's there you're starting to shape it yourself as you say it again and again and again and maybe the fifth time or sixth time that you said you're like you know what instead of that way maybe we go this way you know what i'm saying maybe that's the better thing so that's a a good place you know, that that was a good place for me to kind of um audition you know things or you know and, and things of that nature so that was that was that was helpful i think um i think the amount of talking that I had to do. I'm not a real talkative person. Like, generally, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty quiet for the most He's part. He's lying. I'm, just, I'm an introvert, just a little bit, naturally. But but I think the level of communication that I had to have with everybody, you know, in order to get the best out of them, you know, and to and to have that or create that hive mind as much as you can so we're both making the same, the same movie, you know, you had to learn how to speak to everybody in their own love language. You know, I think that was extremely, you know... Um, something I didn't really take into consideration um, and how present you have to be at all times. So that was one. And then obviously just to edit, I think post, you know, all the things that you could do in post. I was like, oh man, like you're really in the hands of the director and the editor. Like um, I think as an actor, you know, it's when it's a rap, it's a rap, you know, it's a picture rap, cool, you're gone, you come back in for some ADR lines every so often, blah, blah, blah. If you have a good relationship with the director, you might see some stuff before whatever, and then you're there at the premiere, or you might get a screening, you know, before before a premiere. Actually going through all the tricks of like editorial, um, from It's changing- powerful. It's powerful, isn't it? it? It can shape the movie so much. The ideas behind you write one movie, shoot one movie, and you you know you cut one movie I, yeah. I think
2: I, that's. But yeah. even making it things that you didn't like, I didn't. I thought this would work, and now it doesn't work. And what else can I do instead? I'm, it, I I kind of love that part of the process.
0: It's the it's the problem solving element, you know. Yeah. And then you, it, most of the time, it turns out better than what you originally had thought. So I think that's the part of the, the magic of the process, also.
2: Actually, I was gonna I was gonna ask about that too. Um, the the office of director, you know, you have this bubble where I think people, there's a lot of respect for the, sometimes it's earned, sometimes it's not for that, for that job. Mm -hmm. And, and I I always want people to like, tell me, Mm -hmm. give me, give me, give me your advice. Give me the best thing. Don't worry about who I am or who you are or or, or our roles are. You got that again in double, like people are probably going to be reticent to tell you, you're doing something stupid. Mm -hmm. How did you break through that for,
0: you seem, you're a pretty grounded guy, so. Yeah, and I had a lot of the, a lot of crew. Okay, so for the last however many years, I I mean, this is how I am in general. Like if I, you know, if I work with somebody and they're, you know, we have a connection, a vibe, they're great at what they do. In my head, I'm always like, okay, if I ever need this, this is somebody I would want to work with. This is somebody that I would want to like connect with. On this movie, a lot of people that I've worked with before I brought back for this one because they knew me. They, you know, it was that shorthand. You know, they understood how passionate I was. They knew I wasn't just, you know, trying to phone it in. I was really trying to trying to do something. So that really, um, that really helped a lot. Was having like a shorthand of people that really that I I've, I've done it before with. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah, they weren't. There are people that aren't afraid to tell you that
0: their yeah, opinions. Right. Yeah, it's like it's it's um. I don't have yes men around me, you know? And, and, you, and, and you're definitely, there's an element of the talent, you know, okay, get, keep the talent happy, that I think people just institutionally, you know, that's what they're groomed to kind of like treat talent with kid gloves sometimes. But, you know, I think for me, it's just, there, there was one moment where um, uh, we we had to cut some scenes, as in pre-production, try to, you know, meet the budget, you know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, cool. We just Something has to go. There's no way we can shoot all these pages. And I'm just like, well, what's going to go? Look, look, which one? You tell me what can go. Cause I, I don't know what can go right now. I need it all because I haven't shot it yet. This is still in pre-production. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to need this piece or not. That was something that was really frustrating. And then, you know, a couple people was like, you're never going to use that. You know what I'm saying? You'll never use this. And in my head, I was like, how do you know that? And you might know from experience that, you know, you've done this before, that, okay, you'll never use this shot or that shot. That's going to end up being shoe leather. You end up cutting this down, blah, blah, blah. I said, but if you don't give me the opportunity to actually shoot it how I see it or what I think I might need, if you give me all the answers, then I'm not going to be able to think my way through an obstacle later on down the road because you did all the the hard work for me in the beginning. So that was something that I had to openly say at one point. And I think that kind of shifted the you know, the expectations that we have of one another, you know, like I, I'm, you know, I'm not doing this for the easy route. I'm not, I'm not trying to make this easy at any, at any point. I want, to, I want to work smarter, but, but I'm not shying away from, you know, the hard work from
2: it. Yeah. Although I'm sure they were, they're trying to solve the problem of being over budget. <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah. Cause that is like, at sometimes it's got to go.
0: No, the, and, yeah. and shit went. Yeah. Shit went. Shit went. <laughs> yes. Yes, it did.
2: But it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it.
0: Yes, sir. You are correct.
2: Yes. Um, what would you say? What would you, like, what advice, having done both jobs, what advice would you give actors about being better partners in the filmmaking process now that you've directed um, and then vice versa? What would you give directors about
0: about dealing with actors better. great question. Um, it really depends on the filmmaker and the actor because it, it, no 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 two are the same, you know? Um, listen to each other. As as much you know, <clears throat> I've worked with directors that are manipulative. You know, what I'm saying that have been manipulative in the sense of like we don't want to tell you everything because I don't want you to get in your head about certain things. So like we're gonna withhold this stuff. I'm a type of act, actor of like I give me the information. I can compartmentalize the two. You know, I won't I won't get in my head about this certain thing. But just I would like to know what exactly I'm stepping into or what. Did
2: it. you give it actors? Did you give the actors reads? What do you mean? Like line yeah, reads? yeah, like get
0: no. You like say the line like this. Oh yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but 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 I'm the type of guy with, I don't mind a line read if, it, if this is what I, I, you if, know. If I do this is the pocket that we're hitting right now. <laughs> we need to hit this pocket, and for whatever reason, I'm not hitting this. Say like what? All right, cool. Let's get that because I have that version of it. Because that's something that he's clearly trying to. That's his vision. Like he hears it a certain type of way. Let me give it to him like that. All right, cool. There were there were actors that didn't mind that either. And once you feel that out and you understand that it's not, you know, I'm just going to take it the wrong way. It's like, all right, cool. This is how I'm hearing it. Got it. Cool. And then they'll go back and do it. And that was a that was a cool process because I just kind of put myself in their position and be like, oh, how would I need to hear it for me to take this the right way? And I tried to approach it like that. And, um, you know, nine out of ten times it was it was what it needed to be. Tell me about the anime
2: sequence. I know he started talking, the first time he talked about this movie to me at all, it was, so I want to do this anime sequence <laughs> because he loves anime. And if you don't know what that was, because it's it's not, like, when I watched it, I'm like, because I knew what it was, right? Yeah, yeah. And but and then when I watched it, I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, I see a few of these shots yeah. are, are representative anime, but you actually made it something entirely its own thing. Yeah. But how did you feel about it? and why did you did you know that that was the way that was where you were going to use it the whole time or did you think maybe I'll use it here and there across the fight sequences and then it turned into a whole f- sequence in and of itself
0: that the the so the void was is that what you call it the, yeah the, the void. void so yeah, so, the, so the twelfth round well the uh, the last fight the 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 montage rounds you know in the, in the last fight was um, we call it the void the void that was um, that came in pre-production. I knew I had to earn going to that surreal place, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had to earn that spot. So I started sprinkling it in the beginning, you know, at the, at the first fight with just kind of like Adonis kind of telegraphing where he's going, that kind of inner dialogue of what exactly, you know, Adonis was looking at. He's playing chess, you know? So I kind of wanted to sprinkle it in there <clears throat> and we used the Bolt, the Bolt camera to kind of get that the slow ramps and, you know, in and, and, um, and, and slow motion. Um, in in the first fight, the South South Africa fight, <clears throat> and then the second one was more the brutality. You know, um, shot a little bit like Western, you know, Western anime in, in a sense of like a lot of close ups and just the, the just the brutality and the violence of, of fighting. Uh, and then the third one was kind of like the, the you know a combination of both. Um, the void. Japanese anime has a lot of themes that lends itself to boxing in general like the philosophy of like friendships you know uh, relationships pro- promises uh, revenge best friends um usually like the hero is a you know outcast or something that's different you know that the the, the town or community or whatever you know treats badly and you know kicks him out and the hero holds no grudges he comes back and saves the town the same people that would treated him like whatever like that, that's ingrained throughout a lot of like anime in general um, and usually when two main characters are fighting, you know, viciously trying to take each other's heads off, if they have some emotional baggage, emotionally, they're someplace quiet talking about how they feel, you know. Um, and as the the, the characters start to develop and this, this brotherhood and this brother story, I couldn't help but, like, imagine how personal the fight was where it didn't matter about anybody else. And it was really about these two guys, like, having to communicate with one another, um, we end up having like a quadrilingual film, you know, English, uh, Spanish, ASL and, and boxing, you know, fighting was the other um, other language that I've kind of like started to play around with since Creed one, you know, the idea of like when they're fighting. The choreography is like a, a dance. It's a it's a it's a you know violent ballet, but it's also you're communicating with one another. <clears throat> what are we saying with our punches? Instead of we're not just sitting here just swinging for the fences, what are we trying to say? What is the details? So just trying to frame that fight as a conversation that they never had a chance to have between these two guys that for whatever reason couldn't talk, you know. Um and communicate an idea around masculinity and what that felt about you know being a men being able to say i love you or i'm sorry or tone or this is how i felt the only thing that they could really do is fight about it you know what i'm saying so so that so i pulled from a bunch of anime that has you know. You know when you see those things your mind's going to connect to your experience of anime or a moment of whatever or okay cool they everybody got away you know we took away everybody out the out the uh, stadium because it's only about them two it, it, that's what I love about it everybody's going to have their way and how it connects and how it makes sense to them um which w- which was pretty cool to hear the different perspectives but that was the the void in that in that round and how they had to go through their childhood trauma so we picked the three most pivotal places that that they kind of that kind of shaped their relationship so far and it was the um you know, I, you know the, the jail, jail, the jail that that uh, that Damien's been incarcerated in. The, the matches from the from the group home that uh, that Damien taught Adonis how to punch, how to how to fight, and and then the the night in question with the liquor stores with the, with the cops and stuff like that.
2: That's really beautiful and also really fucked up. Um, that you think men need to relate to each other by <laughs> punching each other in the face, and 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 it, and it really was like when they came together in the locker room at the end of it. I'm like you guys just beat the out of each other. And, and then you have this, this this little touching moment. What does it say about masculinity? Uh, I I wasn't sure, uh, you know, but, but I liked it, you know, at the same time, even though I know
0: it's dysfunctional. Yeah. It's still cool. They, they, you know, the hero, you know, the hero's journey is, is, you know, not the often traveled one, you know, sometimes, you know, he has to be the bigger person and, 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 and him doing that, and him coming to, you know, uh, Damien at the end, it it gave Damien the okay to almost release him of this guilt that nobody else could release him from. Like he had to hear it from him. He had to hear Damien kind of tell him, you know, it, that that it wasn't it wasn't on you, you know. And, and and I thought I felt that apology, you know, as men being able to atone and just whatever. Just that accountability was so important. Um, you know
2: what's really yeah. fucking weird is that you, when you make a movie, a feature, it is, I think, it's kind of this intellectual desert, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of all you think about for a year or two years. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day, you're thinking about that story, how to make it better, or how to tell these characters, uh, how to make them communicate better. Mm-hmm. And you're living it. And you're still in the foxhole, my friend. Like I can, I can, I can watch you doing it. Like you're sitting there, yeah. Because he would have said this, and then he said that. It's like it's still happening for you. It's
0: Sunday opening
2: weekend. I know, I know, it's still Sunday. I know. It's crazy. And, but, and it's going to, and it's going to keep happening for yeah. you. May get out of it in the next two or three months, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a real thing because it's a, it takes over your life for a little while. And it, and and luckily, I mean hundred million dollar opening weekend. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, it, it really is. It's crazy. <laughs> so wh- what would you, if you had your choice tomorrow, like you could say, Oh, I could direct a movie or I could act in a movie or I could direct an act in a movie. What would you choose? Like, cause it, you got an, an, I mean, it'll be a whole other experience when you yeah. just direct.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, I don't know I'm really gonna take take some time to like assess what what's what's next but let me tell you what your agent thinks tell me tell no. me tell me, what, tell me what Phil what Phil thinks <laughs> I am sorry he's not no longer that <laughs> he's, he's past that um I don't know it's like um I'll definitely act act I'll definitely direct myself again for sure um I think I'll definitely act with that. Without directing. (laughs) And and I definitely want to direct, you know, without being in it, for sure.
2: Well, I mean, you got to, you do have this superpower, as the the, the directors don't get. Like, being, this is going to sound like I'm pandering here, but I'm not. But it's just the truth. Being such a megastar... You can kind of greenlight your own. <laughs> you can greenlight your own movies, right? In a way, because bef- the rest of the directors in the world, they'd be going, "Hey, if you get Michael Jordan being your, in your movie, then <laughs> then, then, you, then it's a green light. Um, you can you can greenlight your own shit,
0: man. And, that's and pretty it, powerful. It, it is, and, I, and I'm not. I'm, I, I take that. I'm not taking that lightly, you know. So so that's 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 a new equation. I'm like, oh wow, okay, I could do that now. Okay, I really need to sit back and think about about what what's next. Um, could Most you know, directors fucked well, that up. Is that the second yeah. sophomore one? Is, that, is yeah. that the second one? Well, my movie didn't do
2: so great. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> I, I, like I kind it. of fucked it up. I, I liked it. Man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, but no, it is. It is a big. It is a big decision to make. Like what you, what you're going to do next. It, it is. And you pick some really, you pick a really broad spectrum of movies. It's not like you play the same character over and over again. You know. Appreciate
0: that, man. No, it, it's it's whatever it is. You know gonna mean it's gonna mean something to me you know what I'm saying it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna' going, to, it's going, to, it's going to, you know I want it to, I want people to feel and connect with it you know I, I like movies that 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 feel very specific and universal at the same time so um you know
2: so you don't want to take this opportunity to announce Creed four <laughs> I will in, annu- in the multiplex next summer in,
0: in, in, yeah. I, I'll announce the expansion of Cre- the Creed verse for sure <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be we'll definitely want to build on that IP. Um, and other in other platforms, for sure, you know, there's like there's there's so many characters in there <clears throat> and future characters. I feel like that um, people are interested in. You know, that are curious about, you know, what happens and, you know, from animation to television or spinoffs or graphic novels or video games, there's so many different things that I feel like, um, you know, for all the generations of, of, of you know, of fans that love these movies, that love this franchise, I feel like appealing to them, you know, would be would be pretty cool to do. What When did you
2: ever feel like you were really outside your comfort zone? Like, holy, I don't know what I'm doing here.
0: And... I just got it. I just got to carry on. I think my first tech scout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first tech scout. I was like, wait. So I'm supposed to explain what exactly? Like, Everything? Okay, cool. And then it's like really that was that was actually pretty cool the first time because it was you know when you go into new spaces like you know you're looking at locations and you know from pictures on a computer you know and then you're actually walking to the space for the first time. And you really just start to like daydream and imagine where everything's at. So I think just that moment of kind of like taking in a room and trying to see what's where and what you know where you know where the actors go and all that good stuff was um was a really 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 cool cool thing. I think. um Okay,
2: I got one more. Last one. This is an easy what one. You got? Did you when you saw the first assembly or maybe the first rough cuts? Did you think? My career is over. I've, I've totally fucked this up. <laughs>
0: uh, I thought, man, that was the fastest four hours ever. <laughs> was your rough cut four hours? No, it wasn't no, four. It was no. like it was like three. It was like three.
2: The fastest, that means you like it, like time flew. No, I mean, no, 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 no I was just saying, I just didn't know.
0: No, I just didn't think it was going to be three. It was three hours. I was like, okay, man, because I didn't know what to cut. And they're talking about, yeah, you got to cut off, you know, an hour. I said, <laughs> hour where? Like, where, <laughs> where are we losing that? I know, I know. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot
2: yeah. I have this weird feeling, like, every other time I watch my movie, yeah. I think my career's over. And the next time I go, oh, maybe it's not too so bad. And the next time I go, holy
0: shit, it's terrible. E- even um, without the visual effects in it, the st- this, it it. it Felt good, you know. It felt it felt good. Like yeah, it was a lot of work to be done, and yeah, perform takes and stuff weren't, weren't exactly you know right or whatever. And uh, even the rearranging of of the order of things, uh, you know, obviously it was a lot of work to be done. But the first time, I'm not gonna lie, it, it felt it felt it felt good. Is that because you had your shirt off? <laughs> and with that, I'll leave you for most of the movie. Thank you guys for sticking around. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for listening to another DGA Q&A. The Director's Cut is available wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share, subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear your feedback, and you can help fellow film buffs find the show. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by the Directors Guild of America.